0: <laughs> the, the target oh Whoosh! Hello, hello everyone can
1: anybody <laughs> hear me down there it's demonstrate <laughs> the loop magic the gathering podcast doing everything from deck text discussions and set dissections and today we're going to be doing uh where would this fall under because it's, it's kind just of kinda
0: news it's, it's yeah it's kind of just, kinda just yeah, news,
1: news right yeah. it's like not yeah. really But it's not a discussion because there's no real points we're trying to prove, Uh, at least not yet. Um, And I guess we're also kind of going to do a set dissection over how we think a set might work. It's it's weird, but it's actually not. It's really normal because there was a lot of news announced today. Or when you're hearing this, it would have been this week. A lot of big Magic the Gathering news announced this week ago. And we're going to be going over it touching on it a little bit um and just giving our thoughts upon uh those various things um and so yeah that's that's pretty much what this one is uh i'm daniel hello hello how are you uh good uh nice to meet you oh she's oh no oh i'm so sorry to hear that but this is drew oh that's a cold refreshing bottle of me hello everyone He's lying. He has his webcam on and he just twisted the neck of a snake. <laughs> right into the
2: microphone, baby. Right into
1: the microphone.
3: And Josh, what snake-related thing are you up to? Oh, uh, I'm clipping the rattles off to give to babies.
0: <laughs> the implication is that Daniel's now retroactively was also snake-related, which I don't think makes it any worse. <laughs> but it does not make it better speaking to a snake
1: <clears throat> yeah as
0: we all do as we, as all, we all, do. all know to trust <laughs> As we demonstrate all know. the loop noted snake wrangler magic podcast
1: i'm just talking to satan um anyway <laughs> let's move in not really even moving on nothing's happened
2: um so <laughs>
1: let's let's get into the episode proper Uh, -hmm. how do we want to start? What, What was the first big piece of news? Josh, you, you put together a big old thing and specifically said you didn't want to be the one leading this episode. Why don't you go ahead and lead us in to what the first big piece of news we want to talk about is.
3: Oh God! I said I didn't want to lead this, but here we go. All right, so uh, the first first smaller bits that they announced uh, right out the gate, they announced, um, and I don't I don't have a lot of personal experience about this, but apparently back in the day they used to offer more um, competitive prizes for in store uh, competitions like play mats and special promos and all that, and they announced that they're they're bringing back some of that. Um, I believe the upcoming ones were going to be um I believe a promo Arbor Elf uh Wormcoil Engine and collected company um variously for mm-hmm. just showing up or levels of uh winning in the competitive scene. Um they did specifically note that um some of these promos are going to be branded with the specific card store names where you get them, which is mm-hmm. neat. That's that is a really neat That's little really bit neat. of uh, yeah yeah so that's that's
2: cool
0: have they ever uh that has not happened so the the closest thing to that um because it's it's you get an arbor elf just for entering these tournaments you get a collected company for top eight and you get worm coil for winning um and they have done at like grand prix and things like that they have had like the city I do not know gotcha. unless there's been mm-hmm. some specific event in the past. um, but yeah, this uh, definitely at the very least so that I can ensure that I'm correct and don't get dragged in the comments, um, <laughs> is that uh, they have not done it where like each individual store for an entire program has gotten that right. i'm I'm curious to see what that does to cause like playmats from certain uh, from certain grand Prix and things like that. Will actually hold certain value because of that event. I it's gonna be I'm gonna be kind of curious to see what the value of these with like a specific store name have. Or because to me mm-hmm, it just seems like mm-hmm. it's a bragging rights thing. When I go back to my LGS to play Commander, I drop this worm coil, it's now I won and got this worm coil for winning, things like that.
1: I think the thing I'm most excited for is when somebody has a worm coil engine from a specific store, and because it's that specific store, the worm coil engine is actually worth less.
0: Huh. Than the regular, yeah,
1: <laughs> just a regular non-foil worm coil. That's like just some store with a bad rap People are just like, I don't want that in my store. Mm-hmm. That's where yes, that kid sure. drowned. That's, I can't have That's, that. It's, it's the, the store, store. with the pool <laughs> in the middle.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and the pizza's not bad. Yeah, I, I do like that. <laughs> it's um. I whenever I was playing Standard when I when I was getting into Magic that was that's just a very cool thing. Um it mm-hmm. is definitely something that got me to play at my LGS. And in partnership with that cuz I don't think this is a separate bullet point or anything like that. Um they also have now like a commander regular event series for stores and so now mm-hmm. which is that's now my primary format, but that gives me a reason to play at my LGS instead of, you know, my house which is where I typically play.
3: Right. Right, right, right. So yeah, that's that's a neat comeback. Like People are happy for that to be the case. Um, the only other uh, small yeah. note they had about in store play is um, we've already known about the two Innistrad sets coming up, uh, Midnight Hunt and Crimson Vow, and they announced that um, once both of those sets are out, they are going to be having a, an event that is sort of combining the two sets that they're calling Innistrad Double Feature. I believe they mentioned that there's going to have they're going to have um, some of the um, showcase. Sorts of things are going to be like classic monster movie things, I believe they said. Um, mm-hmm. I'm interested how that's going to work. I mean, it seems like it's kind of uh, hearkening back to how
0: blocks used to be when they before they stopped doing blocks as like they did. That's... That's actually exactly what I wanted to talk about with that, because Mm -hmm. it's um, the double feature um, is specifically it is select cards from both uh, Midnight Hunt and Crimson Vow in the packs. And there is also a a, a special art treatment on every single one of them. Um, And so it's a draft environment, a draftable set. And so it does, like you said, Josh, it very much is uh, analogous to that kind of big set, small set, big set. Um, mm-hmm. paradigm that we used to have in like original Innistrad block and like return around like block and cons of Tarkir. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. as far as draft environments go, that's something that is very uh, that, that hit a place in my brain that made me actually like, care about going into a store to draft again. And it made yeah. me like want to pay a bit more attention to standard. Cause I've been kind of, not very uh it might just be lately it might be other issues contributing to it but like with mm-hmm. the the mm-hmm. set releases and things like that i have definitely been nostalgic for the days when we got to spend more time on a specific plane and saw things kind of transpire there for a bit longer well that's a and that's a yeah. thing yeah.
1: that um that's a thing mark rosewater when he did is like um i think it's like his yearly analytics of like mm-hmm. i guess the year within the company or whatever Like, not Mm -hmm. the year, like the actual end of the year. But one of the things that he said he looked at as a criticism of the things that they've been trying is that a lot of people apparently were complaining that Kaldheim was just kind of over and done with Strixhaven, the same thing. And he Uh actually did speak outright and say, like, it was a thing that we tried. But there are some worlds that we go to that we feel are going to probably need more than just one set yeah. To really let people live and experience everything that that world has to offer. So yeah, yeah, it's interesting because this would not have been affected by that thing. So this is yeah. just kind of a thing <laughs> because people really like Instrad, I guess. But going right. forward, we right. should still we should be seeing more of that. Like, if it's a cool new world, we'll probably get like a set or two. To kind of bathe right. in it a little bit. Well, long. see, and, I also and that, like makes, me, that makes me that uh, makes me think that um,
3: pick... some of these some of these new sets coming up are like some really interesting new planes. And so I'm just ready to assume that um, they're going to be just much less interesting than some of the previous ones.
0: <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, just to make you not want to stay around there for a long. Yeah, time. yeah. You, you get the one set and <laughs> you're so just just like, pick, pick up your bags and go. Yeah, that was all of it. That's all I needed. Thank you. <laughs> I also really like because this is a lot more B movie um, as far as like its actual presentation. I like that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna probably harp on this later with one of the other announcements coming up. But like, uh-huh. it's I like that because it allows for like the kind of jokey theme of a set that we in the real world would have, and it doesn't have to influence the like original printing of the cards anistrad can be genuinely horrifying and have real horror stuff in it and not be goofy but i can still get a goofy set out of it without them having to do that to the whole thing and so i kind of mm-hmm. i really am looking at i'm actually looking forward to this release i think it's really cool
3: yeah yeah so so those are the main things yeah, for I am... um, um the the in-store stuff uh did you have more daniel
1: I was going to say that, you know, when, because I at first didn't know double feature, like, I I only just now looked at the fact that it, like, you buy a draft box of double feature. It's, like, has a box Mm -hmm. with the packs Mm -hmm. in it, and it's, like, the art on it, like, it looks like maybe it's just, like, you know, maybe the art isn't colored, but it's just black and white. Like, the whole box is black and white. Mm -hmm. Like, everything Mm -hmm. about it just looks like old old kind of spooky horror movie it's, yeah. it's cute i definitely like it more than mm. the uh as the edgy kids would say i don't like the grim dark uh, yeah. seriousness in my in my horror movies you know i do like a little bit of uh, uh, light goofy run. camp so that's good it's good all right let's yeah. let's move on to the next thing josh what yeah. do we got
3: so the next thing uh that's just a couple of a couple of points to hit on is um talking about upcoming things in arena um they mentioned that um They're going to be keeping around Historic Brawl, and they're also going to be upping it to be 100 cards. So essentially, they are going to be having uh, basically Commander on Arena as an always available thing, which I don't think anyone has any complaints about. That's, you know, Commander is the most popular format for Magic right now. Having it on Arena just makes sense. I don't believe there's any amount of uh, ranked in that mode yet. Do you guys know?
0: No, not that I know of. Uh, the The friend that we have that is playing a ton of Arena did specifically actually like complain about there not being a ranked for historic. Yeah, he Brawl. just said that mm-hmm. literally today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was yeah. literally within the past day. So, um, yeah, so there is not that currently. And I mean, it's interesting, right? Because Brawl, Brawl as a commander analog, is a more social format, which is at one like in one way counter i guess counterproductive <laughs> to a ranked system but it's also uh-huh. 1v1 which is kind of a natural fit for a ranked system and ladder and that's right. what arena does right. so it's in- mm-hmm. it's an interesting call i guess it's as the brawl i'm assuming this is also a sign that the brawl player base is increasing it's growing so mm-hmm. i guess we'll have to see as uh more notable voices or just that community grows a bit what their take on that even ends up being
3: right yeah And I I definitely, I would not be surprised if they introduced uh, Ranked for that at some point in the future, but they have not announced plans for that just yet. Um, The one other thing they just touched on briefly uh, for Arena was talking about uh, Jumpstart Historic Horizons, which um, I don't, had that been officially announced? Whether or not it had been officially announced, we've had just a few spoilers for that. They just kind of listed it as being coming up on the, uh, on the schedule and And we will of course touch on that more when we have the full spoilers list talking about uh, the digital only cards yeah. it's bringing in there and we'll go over whether or not we find all of those particular digital only uh, mechanics to be an overall good thing or bad thing and whether or not it's a good or bad thing that there are things that only exist digitally and can't be on paper essentially
0: um, but that was basically yes it and we for do have an Arena. episode we have an episode planned for a deeper dive on that, uh, upcoming. I think it's, like, either the next recording or the one after that. hmm
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, it's whenever the card list is up. What, but did yep. they not, is there no release date for that?
3: Uh, is there? Uh, for I don't actually horizons? know. Um? Um? I, I sincerely don't know.
1: Because I feel like it was said, but I also feel like they would have maybe, no, I guess they wouldn't have touched on it because it's August, this year. 26th. August 26th. Oh, Two oh, whoa. days whoa. from now, oh, likely
0: God. the day good. of release. Oh, interesting! Wait, what? so is
1: the full list up?
0: <laughs> I think, so.
3: yeah, maybe well, they yeah, are. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh well, we're well, utter fools, and I'll cool. be the first to admit that right now. So we we will um, at some point release an episode discussing all of that stuff, which is already out there, um, but not talked about by us <laughs> yet. Um, very good. But anyway, then we. Josh move will be the first into... and only
0: one to admit any foolishness.
3: I'm smart. Oh, I mean, I we'll, I'll. I'm gonna. It pushes uh, against the walls of my skull and it hurts. By the end of this episode, mine surely causes I drainage into my throat. throat. Uh, oh, oh, damn, no. Gross. Anyway, what is next? Anyway desperately moving on from that um we move into the uh paper the paper actual paper magic announcements and boy howdy duty! it is really a lot of them there is a lot of stuff here let's see if we can cover it all before we all fall asleep um the first couple of things um they announced uh commander collection black which i believe only they've only done commander collection green so far this is just the second one i
0: believe that's correct right mm mm-hmm. yep. yeah uh um, this collection looks sweet all the cards look cool um i'm annoyed i'm very actually annoyed by the fact that there's only one double-sided token in it and notably <laughs> it is the first time that the snake token has been printed in paper for ophiomancer yes. and so it's a bit sad that the flip side is a Josu vess zombie token and so these are Hmm. These are hmm. two hmm. very like the zo- two two zombies with no abilities. there's a there's a billion of those tokens in the world. But mm-hmm. one that's got Josu Vess's art on it is a very specific token that a lot of players are going to really want. It only exists in this and Ophiomancer token, which also only exists in this. Those are going to be tokens that are going to be worth more than $10 a piece. I can already tell you that it's very annoying to me that they're one double-sided in this. I have heard a billion times that they say that like token production or whatever is complicated. I don't care. Producing anything is complicated. (laughs) Uh, I, uh, I, and I specifically as the token token boy, um, like it, the only thing, well, there are two things that bum me out about this. And the only thing with the actual contents of it is that token thing. I think every other card choice here is a banger. I think these are all great choices for this. And the only other caveat that I have for this is that commander collection green was plagued by supply issues. And as a result of that had a lot of price gouging by online hmm. sellers, by LGSs, by the community at, at, you know, at large. Part of that was due to it coming out when it did. But also, as a thing that I've talked about in a couple episodes at this point, um, the Commander Collection green for me was the tipping point and is the tipping point for the reason that I do not buy products at all from Wizards anymore. So hmm. that is kind of the thing that I am going to wait and see on, is what the supply of this looks like, what the pricing of it looks like. And the only thing with the contents I really have a note on is just double-sided token. That is extremely weak for such an expensive product, and for such a collector-minded product, that's ridiculous. I I, feel I think that. for
1: me, yeah, I think for me, it's very similar to Commander Collection Green. Where the only cards I really care about it in here are Command Tower and Sol Ring. Uh,
0: <laughs> Banger arts for him. The command tower's got Davriel, uh, uh, got Davriel Kane flavor text. Love that. Uh-huh. I love that he's uh-huh. getting so much of a push. He's probably uh, gonna get really put does. over. Yeah, he's gonna get put over mm-hmm. at the next Magic Mania, and I'm really excited for that. And, and the <laughs> soul ring, I really like. I really like the soul yeah. ring art as well. That's thing is like it's the cards that are real cards. Love everything about them Love the art. Love the choices. All of that. Mm-hmm. Got no complaints mm-hmm. on that front.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So we'll what about see. You, Josh? If, uh, oh man, it's yeah. Um, uh, I just recently sold an Ophiomancer for for decent little bucks, and then they announced this like two days after I sold it. So I feel pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty good about that. Um, I'm glad for there to be more Ophiomancers <laughs> around because I I like it, and um, and now my card didn't get devalued <laughs> before I sold it. Um, so I feel great about all of it. <laughs> yes, So forever bought
0: that from Josh, sorry. Uh, thank you and I'm sorry. Show.
3: It's still a good <laughs> card. a good time. <laughs> um yeah, yeah. So, so the next thing after to, that and yeah, what you got?
1: I was going to say real quick, Drew, how much uh, just as as a as a rough ball cuz you probably have a better memory than I do cuz I did not follow Commander Collection Green very much. Oh yeah. But how much, when the supply was terrible, how much did it go for? And how much do you think this should, like, obviously this shouldn't be much in a perfect mm-hmm. world, but realistically, what do you think should be the price point versus what what did Green go
0: for? So Commander Collection Green, um, I live in Atlanta, in the Atlanta area, and there was all of one game store to my memory, and I'm in a couple groups that talk about this, um, hmm. that had it in stock and had it at, whatever the approximation of msrp is and they were selling the non-premium edition so all the same cards um all in non-foil for 50 dollars. they were selling the premium edition all foil for i believe it was hundred dollars um when Ooh. the tellarian community college channel whenever he did his um is it worth it to buy series on it um, he noted that like the price of the, the value of the contents of the box, I think were around like 80 or so for the non-foil and then obviously more for the foil, but that it's finding mm. it at 50 is just right out the door. I believe he was finding the non-premium version for 90 at like Oof. the cheapest and then the, the foil mm. for whatever people wanted to pay above that. And that, and the issue is just, it's, it's a limited supply run product and, with no MSRP to reign anything price-wise in, and it only being at LGSs and online retailers, like, that is just what happens. And so, like, for me, for this being a purely bling product, 50 for the whole thing, I still think that's a bit much, but it's for enfranchised hmm. players and yeah. collectors, so it's not a thing that anybody needs. Um, and so, as long as that's the framing of the product, I actually don't well, really mind The 50. framing of the product yeah. is... <laughs>
1: Like you say, it's not anything anybody needs, but it's just also the framing of the product is literally like, hey, if you play Commander, here's the black cards. I think that's framed very much as these are the black <laughs> Commander cards people like.
0: Yeah. You don't need them, mm-hmm. but this yeah, is the black decks. And so, so that's a little weird. I would, and this is the point I have for um some other announcements later as well, but like I would say that, yeah, like if it's, if this is, if this is anything other than uh, a whale product for whales like 50 is on the upper end of what i could see this going for because the value at least two out of two times has been there um you know mm-hmm. it remains to be seen if that will continue with the other colors but it's like i would say this is not a product that needs to be more than 40 bucks honestly um i could see 40 non-foil and 50 for foil but hasbro is going to get whatever money they can get so yeah
1: okay that's that's kind of where yep, I was yep. leaning towards as well, or right. around forty. Because I know like Toxic Deluge tends to mm-hmm. tends to ride pretty high, and I know o- Ophio mm-hmm. getting up there. I feel like Frexian and Arena for some reason is still worth money, and that makes me happy. Cool um, Color Geese is like fifteen bucks. <laughs> is that true? Weird. Yep. Or, or before the jumpstart yeah.
0: printing, at least she was getting up there. That card's extremely good. I love that card. Okay.
1: Well, and let's soul move rings on like to the bucks. next thing. What's the next thing?
3: Shut up, Josh. It's just an, just an outright <laughs> out lie. Here, <laughs> um, outright lie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next part, um, I don't have a whole lot to say about it personally, but they announced uh, four Pioneer Challenger decks for 2021. 20, they got a um, mono red deck and a uh, Azorius deck and an Orzhov deck and a black, green, blue deck. These are versions of competitive decks Saltai. in... What did I say? <laughs> Oh, I said the color. black green, blue. Saltine. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't use that term, but <laughs> these are versions of competitive <laughs> decks and Pioneer. I don't personally play a lot of Pioneer, so I don't. Um, probably not for me. But they're there. Do you guys uh, care personally,
0: <laughs> Daniel?
1: Um, man, it depends. Um, it depends. But I'm trying to remember why. There was a reason that I was looking at these and being like, maybe, maybe this matters. Where's the mono-red one? Where's the mono-red one?
3: Oh, it's right there. Why can't
1: I find the mono-red one? Oh, I found it. (laughs) We're all pointing and sharing one computer. There it is. (laughs) No, why can't I? Lotus Field Combo. Hmm. Mono-red burn. There it is. What matters? Uh, Oh, no. I I don't see the card I, I thought was in this. This is trash. No, I, I mean these are good cards. <laughs> Pioneer is picking up in in popularity. Pete, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. if there wasn't a demand for it, Wizards would not have done it. I don't think. And they're trying mm-hmm. and they're doing like meta decks, which means that there's a meta, which right. is surprising to a lot mm-hmm. of people. I think, especially me. But I don't, you know, I don't play any Pioneer. <laughs> uh, from what I noticed, it looks like similar to the other ones. Like, it looks like everything's pretty good aside from not having shock lands. It looks like a lot of these that would normally have a shock land in them because those are uh, legal in Pioneer. Mm-hmm. They don't got mm-hmm. them, uh, but they give you a couple of other kind of lands and then you can buy the more expensive stuff, which is, of course, because Magic is a stupid game, the lands mm-hmm. instead of the cool things. Um, and so right. you get that. Except brazen borrower is both not cool and also expensive, so it is essentially a land to me.
0: Brazen it borrower is for me for this though. for this release is the um, is the outlier here. So in the brazen borrower deck, there's there's only one brazen borrower, and I guarantee I you that deck is not running a single copy of brazen borrower. However, that right. that example aside, these products do have a lot of four ofs, which is always the complaint with these pre constructed like. 60 card constructed decks um, Mm. is that they just don't have play sets of cards that people run. Notably the Lotus veil combo deck runs four Lotus fails and that card is not a common. So it is worth some money on its own. Uh. I just, I appreciate that. Um, I don't play pioneer. This is not going to get me to play pioneer, but as a product and also assuming that these aren't priced stupid, Mm -hmm. them finally getting four of like a real deck would actually have is something that I both noted and appreciated whenever I saw it.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm down with that. I don't otherwise care, but I'm down with that. Um, <laughs> and they're there for anyone who does deeply care, which isn't us three apparently. But moving on, um, <laughs> they talked about <laughs> the uh, secret layer out of time super drop, which includes a uh, five, five, yeah, five different groupings of cards. You got Teferi's time trouble, which is specifically. Uh, three planeswalker cards that they done dunt up um, as though they were from way back yesteryear um, in such a way that their text box is just a horrible giant big goop of functional but unpleasant to attempt to read goop goop um it's funny it's funny it's nothing i want because i i don't like the old frames and dang is just dumb to look at but i get it i get it
0: uh so there's that um i am i love the old frame a lot i like that these are also classic magic artists i really appreciate that mm -hmm. i Mm -hmm. am not convinced like i'm not convinced that this joke was worth it of them doing the way that the rules text would have been formatted 30 years ago. <laughs> I laughed yeah. at it. I think it is very funny. Um, and that's a real neat exercise. I am thinking logistically when it comes to playing a planeswalker, this might as well be in a foreign language. Cause I'm going to have to Google the regular card every time. I'm never going to be able to look at the text box on this. Remember all of the abilities. Remember which one I want to do. Keep track of the not gonna happen. Not gonna happen at all. Yeah. I but again, yeah. I appreciate the effort. <laughs> I like that they really committed to the bit, and I hope the next time they do this, they don't do it this way.
1: <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I disagree a thousand percent. <laughs> I
0: I love how this
1: is done. I think it's mm-hmm. great. I think if these if you were gonna buy this secret layer, you'd probably like these cards anyway, especially mm-hmm. because this is a thing for people who know magic a lot and and spend a bunch of money on it so i would imagine that if you're like one of those people like i don't think some rando is going to be like oh man what the hell are these <laughs> forty bucks. No, just, like it's somebody who the, the the place where they messed up is that they picked three awful planeswalkers <laughs> like, there's not a cool planeswalker among these like i get it they're good like i guess a reprint of dak faden's welcome in the yeah. stupidest way possible. Like that's kind of funny to me, because he's only <laughs> ever been reprinted, what, I think one other time in a master's set?
3: Yeah. I think and once. then I think so. He yeah. was
1: also in the the super duper box that you could buy of I can't remember the set, but you could buy the super duper duper box and it would, it came with twelve planeswalkers and like crazy big art and Dak Faden was one of them. Yeah. But but Dak Faden is not one that's printed often. So the fact that he's there and it's just in the dumbest way possible is very funny. But Karn mm-hmm. and Teferi are kind of just like like I, I wish that they would have picked worse cards. <laughs> cards I do. with even more complex abilities. <laughs> yeah. I do <laughs> are, think I do like, think they, they picked ones um... that had like two abilities, and Dak's <laughs> yeah. abilities are simple. Like, I want something like um, like give me like one of the ones with the passive
0: us, give us like three abilities. Me. Give us Karn Liberated, yeah. not Karn the Great Creator, <laughs> and give us yeah. uh, either give us Teferi Hero of Dominaria or, or give, give, us, give us mono or get or give <laughs> us or kill me or murder me right now on stream. Or give us mono blue Teferi uh instead of instead <laughs> right. of these. Like cause it's 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 Dak and then two War of the Spark planeswalkers, like And these are cool. Like I play both these Planeswalkers and decks, but yeah, Karn Liberated would have been a much bigger deal here. That, that card is played in most notably Tron would have been very cool to see. And the other Teferi is also a higher value card in general and would have been neat. I would have preferred that card though. Again, it's for me, it's just the actual rules text thing on it. Like I just look at it and I'm, I know what I'm doing around the magic deck most of the time. And it's just kind of a lot. For me to you know, look I, at,
2: I love I it. No, that's
1: that's don't. my favorite part about it because I don't care about the actual cards.
0: I no, I would <laughs> never, I would
3: never remember what any of these cards I was running did, and that's a problem for me. I hope I'm not alone, um, but it's there for smart people. Well, I'll
1: see.
0: Also,
3: you I. I'll uh-huh.
1: say this is that you play a black and red dragons deck where you have to choose between different seven sevens and you still manage to take like eight or nine minutes to come up with which one you want to do. So like complicated I, cards <laughs> or not, you don't know how to play them. <laughs> like it <Yes>. doesn't
0: matter. <laughs> yes. Yes. I do. Exactly. The thing though, that I think is the best out of these is that Dak Faden art. That is the cheesiest looking idiot I have ever seen <laughs> in my Absolutely. life. It it looks it looks like he got a Polaroid disposable camera, set it up (laughs) on wherever conspiracy takes place, set the timer and set it for like seven seconds too long. So he had to hold this pose longer than he initially (laughs) planned to, and that's why he looks in so much pain. (laughs) Mm. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: He does. He does (laughs) look a little bit like a doof. He looks looks a big
3: old doof art. and that's the point of mm-hmm. that particular secret layer, I think, for people who want to look at doof. So there you go, guys. <laughs> doof fading. <laughs> doof faden. Um doof-fading. we got we got uh four more of these suckers to talk about. So um the next secret layer we got is Kamagawa Inc, uh, which is some some good good stuff. It's it's some good baby boys one of each color from specifically the kamigawa block in this real nido inky style there's a kami of the crescent moon and a heartless hidetsugo and that's all you need to know because those are real nice and i'm happy about those
1: when he says inky style he doesn't mean like a tattoo he means like a like a traditional japanese painting like yeah. <laughs> like, like like an ink painting because they've already mm. done inky tattoos Yes. inky arts before. These are different Damn. inky arts. Just no, this for anybody is like, who didn't get that about, from how Dodge <laughs> explained.
3: You know, it's like, it's your pin broke, but it turned out beautiful. It's like that. It's really nice. It's really nice. <laughs> and there's the two cards I mentioned, so everyone I didn't everyone realize happy.
0: just how... I didn't realize just how little Josh knew about art history until right now. Uh, it's a tr- yeah, They're all done in a, in a traditional Japanese brushwork style. I think the art here looks great. I'm, I'm a bit sad that they turned Kami the Crescent Moon to full profile so we don't get to see them cheeks. Little bummed about that. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> But the card bummed. selection here mm. is cool. All of these are played in Commander. All of these are really cool cards and the art's Ooh. beautiful.
1: Okay, but here's a little bit of a spoiler and I don't want to... And and here's my theory, okay? Because mm. later on in this list, we're gonna talk about a Kamagawa Neon Dynasty, okay? So think about this first print of Kami hmm. of the Crescent Moon, but the butt mm-hmm. is out. This secret oh. lair print, now he's sideways. Oh. So the next step, <laughs> full frontal, Kamiya the beef Crescent moon, Full just, beef combo okay. okay. out, full beef combo,
0: <laughs> <Star fishing laughs> on that boy. <laughs> I mean that sets doing some real cyberpunk, isn't it? They're going full out with it. <laughs> it is the future.
3: Full frontal commie the crescent moon is the future. <laughs> anyway,
0: <Finally we> <laughs> three more of them that yeah, these are cool. These are played um, like these.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The three other are they- they're essentially um, three artist series ones. You've got one that is Johannes Voss. Um, it's a lovely, another one where I think it's like each one is telling a story following the same two characters. Um, you got some decent stuff. You got some and yes. prelate and karmic guide carpet of flowers, some pretty, pretty solid stuff and sphere of safety. I'll say since the, it's four cards and I card only said three so far.
0: <laughs> the, the card selection here is great. The art on these is actually really touching for me. And also it's um, in the order of Sanctum Prelate, Carpet of Flowers, Fear of Safety, Karmic Guide. They also, in the flavor text, is a poem written by Johannes Voss that is telling this story. This is the first time that I've actually been like artistically impacted by a secret layer, and I will never let it happen again. But the story <laughs> that these tell and like the amount of creative freedom it feels like our, Johannes Voss had with these, I think is really excellent. And if I were buying product this year, I would literally get these simply to frame them as like an art piece. I actually really am blown away with this. I, I wish a lot more of the artist series stuff was a lot like this, because I actually was very pleased to see these.
3: It, it is neat oh, that I'm they're very different birds.
0: <laughs> Well this is an angel yeah no the style is also very unique um it's not it's not like jarring it doesn't take me out of anything but yeah it's a very unique Mm -hmm. and identifiable style immediately and just it's the story of it is just real nice real Mm -hmm. like really Mm -hmm. well contained and i think it also really shows um the strength that magic cards can have for storytelling like a lot of the narratives of sets used to be a lot more told on the cards and i think this kind of shows how you can do that effectively
3: yeah, 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 lovely stuff. Uh, so yeah. the next, the next secret layer is another artist series. Thomas Baxa. In comparison to the lovely, sweet, good last one, these are some real spooky, dooky, freaky baby arts. Um, minus the baby, that doesn't describe it well. Um, you got Spellskite. You got Sire of Insanity, Sliver Hive Lord, and Ob Nixilis reignited. All drawn as really spooky babies. Again, minus the baby part but um it's they're they're nice i mean it's 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 good if you want some spooky babies minus the baby yeah
1: i think my issue with this one is that i already have i think 10 copies of both syrup Insanity and sanity and on nixalus <laughs> reignited yeah. i can't i can't have anymore <laughs> like, yeah he's he reached his
0: limit bit. they'll automatically right. turn to dust if he buys any more yeah art on these is cool um Uh, I give it two of the the metal finger emojis out of two because I only have two hands.
3: Nice. I use the same uh, depressed face that I always use when I use emojis, Um, but I do mean that I like them.
1: (laughs) What's the last one?
3: The last one. Uh, The last one. (laughs) It's it's interesting because it is essentially another um, artist showcase, but for some reason this one is not listed as an artist series. This one's called the Math is Mm -hmm. for Blockers uh, secret layer um you've got thragtust orn reef frostfang meandering tower shell vindictive lich and brazen borrower um they specifically did these because this artist um does interesting work with like geometry shapes in their mm-hmm. art and they specifically chose cards that have uh strange power toughness combinations there's a real wide range yep. in there um, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know why this one is not listed as an artist series when it totally is. Um, it's good Josh, stuff, Josh, do you
1: get the joke, though?
3: What? The joke in this to. one, do you
1: really not know? The reason why they picked the power toughnesses that they did? for
3: blockers. this for blockers. This for block- two, the
1: toughnesses, if you go in the order, it's pi. It's 3-1, 4-1 five nine two six five three yeah it's pie it's pie Mm -hmm. the
0: joke is pie also all of the flavor texts on the cards that have it are math puns as well
3: okay
0: yeah i um i didn't audience you have now Um. listened to josh in real time get a math joke josh is a is Someone who has made scientific discoveries and this, I'm not going to edit out the silence. This has been the <laughs> real time it took him to have that joke land and for him to get it. Uh, these arts are cool. Um, I, I, again, like this is the thing where it's, I really like, I really like the artist series that they've started doing. I, I just think it's getting to see an artist who gets a lot more creative freedom. And it is just really neat. And this one just, it's a lot of just really cool geometric shapes. They just look neat. Also meandering tower shell, meandering tower shell is in this. What a great card to put into a secret layer. What? (laughs) I card's like, what? Five cents for them to give you to buy it is a great card. That's in here. Vindictive Lich is actually pretty pricey. Thrag Tusk is always a couple dollars. Or and Frostfang, I know, is up there. Brazen oh, Bar yeah, is up there. And so like there there is actual value in here, which is really cool. But yeah, just these cards really look cool. The math joke is funny. These are playable in multiple formats. Like these aren't bad cards. And Meandering, Ta- Meandering Tower Shell is also here. Good stuff. <laughs> I like
1: that one of the objective points of Reason to get is that the joke is funny yeah the joke on, is that, there, guys. that just is the case let's the move on guys. What, what's the next thing
3: i'm still hurting um but yeah let's move
0: on oh while, it, while he's still hurting i actually do um, want to bring up there's a point that i had about this um these secret layers are i don't mm-hmm. i don't remember from the last super drop if this was the case there all of the non-foil secret layers are 30 bucks all of the foil secret layers are 40 bucks I like that there is some consistency in the pricing of these, especially in this product line. I think this product line has been fraught with no consistency um, as far as how many cards are in a bundle, what the pricing of stuff is going to be. And I think it would do a lot to uh, shore up consumer confidence. uh, If, this kind of consistency was kept like then I can go like maybe this individual secret layer isn't worth $30 or it is worth $30, but at least I just know that there is some metric by which the pricing is decided. And it's not just completely randomly arbitrary. And I think 30 for non-foil 40 for foil is a perfectly fine way to do it.
1: Yeah. For things that are just completely cosmetic. I'm, I'm, I'm down with that.
3: Yeah. Yes. Uh, Moving on from my shame, uh, the next announcement that they had is Commander Legends uh, Battle for Baldur's Gate. They're doing another Commander Legends set, which I think everyone expected they would because the first one was a big old dang good time. Um, and they're also specifically for I gotta this give one. I got you
1: props for this one,
3: Josh. What's up?
1: Because in our predictions episode, um, you actually talked about if... I, if we thought that there was going to be another Commander Legends, but it was shortly after Gavin had said that the jury was still out on how successful the product was going to be. And so, therefore, we had kind of decided or came to an agreement that that means development would probably hmm. not have started until shortly after. And usually, hmm. the development cycle is roughly like, you know, three or so years. Mm-hmm. And so, for mm-hmm. this to be coming out essentially just two years after the other one, that makes you the most correct about this prediction, because I was very much not thinking that we were going to get another one until like 2023. But you, yeah. you got this one right on the head. I
3: think. Yeah, I'm very smart and good at understanding things. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> they did um, specify that we're going to get uh, foil etched um, legends in this one. We're also going to get um, a variety of cards with the D and D handbook showcase style dealio. Um, and I think it's neat. It's I, I'm still, even as someone who is not a and boy, I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm happy to get more commander legends. And I think it's going to be neato. Um, they did specify also that it'll have new, uh, specifically, uh, multiplayer focused keywords going on. Excited for that. Exciting. That's mm-hmm. all we know right now, but it's good stuff. I'm glad it is. um, the next thing they popped a bit about was jumpstart 2022 i didn't really have any guesses about this being a thing but it also i guess makes sense um on this one we also don't know a whole lot other it be other than it being in the same format of the original jumpstart um they teased just two of the packs which were oh jeez do you guys remember i remember the second one i don't remember the first one no the first one okay the first one was i know the i know Midi- the second one yeah, the first one was many-headed creatures, and the second one was Eldrazi. <laughs> Eldrazi. Um, so that's all we know. But Jumpstart, <laughs> twenty twenty-two, many heads. I'm going to cut out my contribution
0: so that it's just Josh being quiet for a while, and then saying Eldrazi.
3: It's a it's a group effort here. I wanted Drew to say a single word at that particular <laughs> point. Thank you, Drew. <laughs> Anytime. that's all we know about that so uh next we they talked about uh double masters 2022 which again um they specified it's in the same format as the last double masters um i i didn't expect there to be specifically yawn, another double twice masters. yeah yeah i don't why big, why big yawn but
0: there's two of them in a pack
2: why, okay, i, I
1: can tell you why
2: pack. okay and
1: i can also <laughs> tell you where i think they screwed up okay okay because it's the year 2020, is when this is going to come out. So that's that's two twos right next to each other. And so they're like, ah, two twos. Uh-huh. That's double. And so each pack will be twenty two dollars. Um, and so, <laughs> but there's a third two in there. So this should have just been triple master squared.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> that idea sucks, and I'm glad they didn't do it. But. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. Um, I could not care any, like, original Double Masters had a lot of potential and just completely crashed headfirst into a brick wall. Um, It wasn't even painted like a tunnel, Wile E. Coyote style. Um, And this one, I have <clears> no interest in the idea anymore. I have no interest in even thinking about it. Like, it's a, I now just go, oh, this is going to be too expensive, not worth it, and not actually, re- like, reduce the prices of any of the cards that are in it yawn but there's two in a pack
1: well now hold on like you say hmm. that but when uh double masters came out it dropped the price of mesmeric orbs to roughly two bucks like at its, i did at, buy at its, four no and hmm. i bought i think six or seven or eight <laughs> <laughs> and i will get more as they creep back up but i'm saying yep. that some cards actually none of the cards anybody wants like no, no. Like, i don't like why they put in mesmeric orb i got no idea i cuz i don't <laughs> think i don't even think modern mill at this point uses mesmeric orb they use tasha's hideous laughter and yeah. like ruined crab like that's what's up like no one even needs huh. mesmeric orb anymore it's terrible mm-hmm. um so yeah reprint that again in modern masters <laughs> double masters too and let's really get that price down cuz i have i have like 50 mm-hmm. other decks as far me, as I know, it's me going
3: me to be Maricorps. the exact same selection of cards as uh, the original Double Masters. <laughs> they didn't say it wouldn't Ooh, be. Um, yes.
1: Okay, but every card the, is in there literally twice on the sheets that they cut.
0: the The shtick this time is there's two mesmeric orbs in every pack.
1: Ooh. Or hmm. every card is a
0: double faced card. And the backside is mesmeric orb. <laughs> <The backside laughs> every the card is a DFC. Who? Uh. Yeah. I, 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 I guess. guess this
1: Is there a single double face card that's worth more than like $5?
0: Okay, yeah. Jace friend's Prodigy.
1: Okay, yeah. Jace Vins Prodigy, I think. And then I think Agadim's Awakening or one of those. or Oh, I think so.
3: I think so, yeah. But I think that it would be
1: a very mm -hmm. cheap set. (laughs) Right. That's not what they're doing. Let's not talk about it. Josh, get us back on track. I didn't say they weren't.
3: Back on track. (laughs) I'm in the driver's seat now as they said in that Tom Hanks movie. Um, the next thing that they announced is Unfinity. Mark Rosewater teleported in as a man wearing a, a space helmet, and he told us about Unfinity. It's the next unset. Um, it's the specific theme he specified. It's a top-down designed thing, so he chose um, specifically sci-fi faction concepts so it'll be factions like the, the previous unset um, but it's specifically supposed to be this sci-fi like carnival fair dealio uh, faction based sci-fi specific on the sci-fi sci-fi unset um, the only thing we know about it currently is a single piece of art and also they specified that um, there will be again full art basics and and also, full art Shocklands, all of them styled in a sci-fi style. Sci-fi. There it is. That's what it is.
0: is. Silverboarder Shocklands are super cool for casual play. I fully mm-hmm. intend to allow those at any table that I'm at. That sounds rad as hell to me. I don't um, think they're
1: going to be silver-bordered.
0: Yeah, I would assume. Well, they were going to be, be like full art and stuff, but they I, it'd be interesting if they were still called like Steam Vents and Hollowed Fountain and stuff. No, like That'd I, be very I think interesting. they I think say the yeah. I think
1: when they say full art shocks, I think they mean the Shocklands. Oh, I so. okay. They're, I see I not nothing in there that. to imply that it's like fake ones. Why would why would they mention that there's like un un Shocklands? Like why would that be hmm. like a selling point? I think that these Fair. are going to be full art Shocklands <laughs> yeah. that I have a so. space theme. Like Stevens so. just gonna be attached to a satellite or something. I don't know. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that it's that it's supposed to be that these are just the I shots. mean if that's
0: the case, that's extremely rad. That's that's cooler than I thought. So kudos if that is the case for sure. Um yeah. other than that, the only thing actually that I that I noticed when this announcement happened is that I like I was not excited for it and I love unsets. And, like, Hmm. I think that, for me, is, like, the first time that the product fatigue has really hit me. Because, like, I saw it, and I literally was, like, neat. But I wasn't, like, actually excited at all for it. I'm just like, oh, that's neat. And then I moved right on. And I think that's the first time that product fatigue has really hit me for, Mm -hmm. like, during Mm -hmm. an announcement. Mm -hmm. I mean,
3: you know, hopefully we'll see with mechanics and the factions. I do see where you're
1: coming from.
3: Yeah. Hopefully Mm -hmm. we'll get there. Hopefully.
1: But when I look at the picture... And I mm-hmm. see the uh, Johnny on the left the side head. and he's got the biggest head in the whole world.
0: <laughs> yeah. And
1: like, that's, that's cute to me. So, and also, you know, if there's any good references to Futurama, then this is going to be like an A plus thing. If they can, if they can easy, work in easy, any yeah. kind mm. of fun sci-fi puns for specifically things that I enjoy. Um, if they make reference mm. to something I like more than this, then I will mm-hmm. like this. Is yeah, what
0: I'm essentially saying. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it.
1: But no, I, I bet it's going to be dumb fun. The the I think the issue is is that uh, there's so there are so many products and things are expensive. Like mm-hmm. you know, there's so many sets mm-hmm. and they cost a lot of money. When un, what was the last actual set? The Unstable. last one was unsanctioned. Unstable,
0: Unstable. Unstable was last draft one. Yep. Yeah, that's the, unsanctioned that's what unsanctioned I mean. was like the box a full one.
1: set. Like
0: yeah, a full <laughs> Unstable. set. Mm-hmm. Unstable.
1: But when that came out, it was not necessarily in like a big kerfuffle of a million products and so like there was enough time to have dumb money you don't Mm -hmm. have time Mm -hmm. if you're playing real magic to have dumb money for a set where only (laughs) the basics and the shocks if that's how the shocks work are the only Mm -hmm. legal cards i don't think you can really invest in it unless you're specifically just like buying a bunch to crack open the shocks and try to do that it's it's harder to justify Mm -hmm. the joke when there's so much real
0: things got a to little do. too yeah. real is the issue. Yeah, but for sure. I don't think right.
1: I, I wouldn't even call it fatigue though, but it, it does you know, as a person who doesn't have unlimited money,
2: mm-hmm. like huh.
1: if there is something I have to skip out on, it will be this. Yeah. Yeah. Because With you that. can't use most of it. You can't use any of it. And I don't know if, mm. if it'll be mm-hmm. like especially because Unstable when it first came out was going for like what, close to just regular box prices, like 80, 90? Yeah. And so, like, mm-hmm. if they're going for, like, 80, 90, like, in the midst of
0: all this, I I can't do that. <laughs> like, Not I can't. All. I feel like yeah. a lot of people can't. And I just feel and, guilty if I bought it. And that's the thing is, like, and it's for, for the audience there, like, it's... I know I personally bought at least five draft boxes of Unstable to draft. Like, it's... We did mm-hmm. multiple drafts. I would I would, like, look online periodically just to see... Because it's such a fun draft environment. I like the set so much. And there is always some value in, you know, the full art basics. I have a ton of them now because of doing that. And I really enjoy having those cards. But yeah, like, it's just, it's a, it's a card. It's a, it is a set where for most practical purposes, one card out of the pack is going to be of actual use to me. And that's the Mm -hmm. land. It's the land in all of those. Yeah. And it's a part, it's perfect. Like, it's, it's, I'm not really buying product, or it's like when it comes out, there's going to be like 15 other things around it that are competing for its time and attention. And it's also just like, it's, it's, I was trying to be excited, and the most my body could do was just neat. Because as we've already gotten through in this like episode, there's like a hundred other things I have to also pay attention to. Yes. And so I right. didn't have right. the energy to be as excited as I would have liked to be for it.
3: Right. That being said, there's more things to talk about. (laughs) There certainly is. (laughs) So the next thing that they touched on a bit was the universes beyond stuff. And we have talked about that in previous episodes, universes beyond being them uh, fully getting into the crossover, not in magic universe stuff. Um, They had already announced previously um, that there would be Warhammer and Lord of the Rings products. Um, they didn't give a lot more details about the Warhammer 40k commander decks, but they showed just a few pieces of art from it, um, specified that, you know, even like the lands are going to have new space Marine art stuff. So we Mm. continue to know about the same that we knew before with that, it will happen. Um, the (laughs) main, the main thing that they did go over with the Lord of the Rings tales of middle earth set is that it will, in fact, be a set, a full draftable magic set in booster boxes, plus the pre-con commander decks to go with this set. And also the set will come to Arena and be available in Historic, which is that's pretty neat. That's that's big news Um, that it's going to be treated like a like a standard set won't be in standard, but it's going to be treated that way.
1: Well, they actually, when they first announced the Lord of the Rings set way back when, they actually said it was going to be its own draftable set. So, like that, oh. that knowledge has kind of existed in the ether sphere. Uh, and yet, some for of us forgot the thing that the thing. Yes, the thing <laughs> that is news was I didn't know it was going to have, or and they might have said, but I didn't remember that there were going to be Commander precons along with it. And mm-hmm. I also didn't know because this is this is a thing apparently is that it is also going to be plucked right into modern. They're yep. just going to put it. Oh, there we go. There right we go. into modern, which they uh-huh. they did not announce that a long time ago that this is going to be getting pushed right there into modern. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, this mm-hmm. is going to be going right into modern. <laughs> that's fun. That's cool. I <laughs> I think that um. If there was a negative thing to say about this, because the idea of a set that we've had weird draftable sets that have existed outside of the main realm of, of magic before we've had like conspiracy, not outside Mm. the realm of magic, like another IP, but like stuff that isn't in standard or modern, Mm -hmm. just like mess around sets like battle bond and conspiracy and, you know, jumpstart for the most part. Uh, it went into historic, but not into modern, this is a set, and I believe Wizards even said that this set was not designed for modern. It was kind of a yeah. it was kind of a decision <laughs> that I think they made, and by they made, I think Hasbro forced them to make late hmm. <laughs> into the decision processes to just kind of just,
3: just put this right in the modern.
1: Which um which bums me out for a couple reasons. Because one, if Wizards just said they did not design it for modern, then <laughs> That could either mean that these cards are going to be useless and didn't need to be put into modern anyway because no one's going to play them. Or it means that there's going to be some stuff Mm. in here that just absolutely poops all over modern because it wasn't designed to be played in modern (laughs) at all with the metas that exist Mm. in Mm. modern as it's known. And it's also a bummer because of just how... Because I didn't care about first Modern Horizons, but I actually played and drafted a lot of Modern Horizons too. I really like Modern Horizons too. I also like the gimmick of Modern Horizons being, this is a set we're going to make, that we just pluck, or we just shove it right into modern. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's the That's the purpose of this set. That's the thing mm-hmm. that makes this set very special. This is a set that we shove into modern, and then they released a lot of the new cards onto Historic, like later, like afterwards. Mm-hmm. But with Lord of the Rings, when it's just like, nah, it's it's the same, <laughs> right in the modern, right on the historic, except for it's not designed for modern, like modern was. Right. So. Right. Who knows what's gonna happen? I do like how big Gandalf's eyebrows are in the oh, little bit big. of art they showed. They're huge. They poke oh, yeah. out over his hat. <laughs> it's it's, <laughs> it's wild, and so that's mm-hmm. cute, I guess. But man. That's a weird decision to me. That's a really weird decision to me.
3: I mean, I like the it's, point it's, that like right either, either the cards will be utterly useless in the format they're getting uh, dunkled right into, or we'll just see a whole bunch of them get banned, which people don't like to see a bunch of things <laughs> have to get banned. But if they do, uh, people will just criticize Wizards of the Coast
0: a lot for it. I think ring Wraith sounds a lot more like a serious magic card than rattle chains is. And those are <laughs> the opposite IPs. So like, it's on that like, right. I think modern spirits getting a couple cool cards is real neat. Um, hmm. it is interesting. Cause yeah, in their announcement for it, they say that it's not, a, it's not a designed for modern set in the way that modern horizons would be. That to me makes me think that it's not as powerful though. It could be wrong. Um, it could just be that like, aragorn is just an impossible to deal with threat on every single board hmm. um but yeah no it's this seems like a really huge uh release and i don't know like it's i guess I'm, I'm not as negative about it as i was previously but i think it's again it's just it's my ability to react to anything in uh, this announcement <laughs> is just kind of like meh
1: um well, my it's only negativity, that it's, yeah, my only negativity is just that it undermines the importance or what or the, the 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 kind of like special thing about modern horizons a little bit yeah. like mm-hmm. i don't play modern and i don't care about lord of the rings in the grand scheme of mm-hmm. my life i don't <laughs> a, a donkey cares more right. about this than i do a, a genuine well, donk would care more about everything going on here it just seems right. like an odd decision cuz I, I don't think that one mm-hmm. i don't think wizards who has a, a big old deal with lord of the rings is gonna make bad cards. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think with a business mm-hmm. partnership, Wizards is gonna say, "Hey, here's Frodo. He sucks ass. He's hey, Gandalf. He's trash." Hey, guess who dies to to Spore Frog on block and doesn't kill Spore Frog? That's Sauron. And then it's like, like no. They're, I feel like they're really. I feel like they're gonna pump it up, and then mm-hmm. if they do pump it up and they get in there, I I don't think Wizards will ban them. Like you say, Josh, they're going to yeah, get to yeah. hang out there for a while. Yeah. They'll get to mm-hmm. just be there because Wizards doesn't want to be mean to Middle Earth. Yeah. What's, yeah what's the, the Tolkien I be? mean, JRR yeah. talking the talking game. Yeah. There's also secret say,
0: layers for this, though. That's one thing I hadn't mentioned. There's ah, also going to be true. secret layers for it when it releases. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. I, yeah. I believe Secret I Layers, secret layers. Both, for, so, I mean, like, both for the Lord of the Rings
3: and the um, uh, Warhammer stuff, I believe they both are going to get some kind of treatments the, in the Secret Layer.
0: And the biggest thing I have for that is, like, um, I, I had seen some of the discussion about these, is, like, Secret Layers are not a good entry point to actually, like, get the audience mm-hmm. that they're trying to get, mm-hmm. because yeah. Secret Layer does not give you the things you need to build a deck, but for, like, True. Lord of the Rings... This might be like a legitimately useful play to get Lord of the Rings fans into Magic the Gathering because they're going to have so much stuff Mm -hmm. to play with to pull them in. It's even like Godzilla, like we had a friend who was really into Godzilla, but there just is not enough cards for them to build a full deck that way there are Mm going to be one multiple commander decks they can just buy and sleeve up. But also there's enough cards that they could brew a full Lord of the Rings deck and it be like a legitimate deck. And so that Mm -hmm. I like, as much as I do am sour on a lot of stuff, I do enjoy that. There's enough like product for that crossover audience to actually be legitimately brought in here and not just Mm -hmm. like profited. Yeah,
1: Yeah. It feels a little bit more like, Hey, like instead of like trying to get their hooks in, and then just mm-hmm. ripping their cheek off. Yeah, it really is just more like I'm leaving a trail of Reese's pieces, and you can find your way home.
3: And yeah. then I'll rip your cheeks off. What's your home? <laughs> oh yeah, baby. Um, yes. what's next, Josh? <laughs> well, speaking speaking of uh secret layer stuff, yeah, Warhammer and Lord of the Rings. We're gonna get some secret Here layer stuff. But they did they did announce <laughs> yep, two yep, yep. two more uh secret layer thing do is coming up uh the first one you know what i'm gonna swip i'm gonna swat the the order for more good call. suspense. i'm swapping the order for more suspense that's uh, showmanship thing, Josh, good call hell yeah the prestige um one of the two they announced is they're gonna have a street fighter secret layer um which is neat it's it sounds like it is going to be in the style of like how they did the the um Uh, Walking Dead version in that they are going to be new cards because Mm -hmm. the one card that they did talk about is there's going to be a new card that will be Chun-Li and she will have multi-kicker which is pretty cute
0: You know what? I will have to eat my hat on how mad I was about Walking Dead Secret Lair because a Chun-Li with (laughs) multi-kicker I love that I think that's rad as hell. That's very funny to me. And Mm -hmm. I think that it might just be because I have played Street Fighter. And I like it as a video game series. Now, this is still stupid. Uh, It's (laughs) it's still annoying that there is like the only legal version of a card is going to be Chun-Li. I like that they took the shot while they had it to give her multi-kicker. Great call. Mm -hmm. Really creative Mm -hmm. design. I wish they had spent that creative energy designing a magic card magic players mm-hmm. um but i mean i do like street fighter
1: i hate this i, I, I hate the. well it's, it's the same thing that i said about the walking dead stuff i like if the mechanics are cool they're cool and i and yeah. i'll like them like i'll uh-huh. you know i still really like negan's mechanics like, i think uh-huh. negan's a cool card i hate the walking dead secret layer because it is new cards you can only get them for like a week or like a day mm-hmm. or two it's dumb Uh, It's stupid, no matter what it is. It can even be my favorite thing.
3: Yeah, but they did say they have said that they're gonna, you know. No, yeah, they said you can pick up in-universe versions
1: in future releases, releases. included as part of the list in set boosters. The best way to get cards out out into the world is through the list. Now, (laughs) you want to talk about something that didn't affect prices at all? You want to talk about something like double masters? The list doesn't do
3: damn thing the
1: list is awful i hate the list it should be well i mean i guess i like the list in in the concept of it's a lottery card when you're getting something else but to put cards that were in secret layers into the list is not a good way to reprint them that's not a good way to reprint them it's It's very dumb i will say that i like even better than the multi kicker thing. I love this art. I love this art of Chun Li. Yes, mm-hmm. because what they did was because normally what Wizards likes to do for these things is like, oh hey, this is typically really realistic. Let's make it a little bit more cartoony, or let's make it anime. Chun Li mm-hmm. is an anime character all the time, and so mm-hmm. they just made her look like a human woman.
3: Right, and it's really good. Like it's, it's really just good. really
1: good art. It's actually mm-hmm. like some of my favorite Chun Li art that I've probably seen in the last like hour or so um
0: we have been recording for a bit yeah. yeah yeah yeah
1: well i got a couple other tabs open but that's true it's gorgeous it's it actually yeah. is really good and i'm excited to see like if they just take like like what the hell's blanca gonna look like <laughs> like in this style i think yeah. that that's cool yeah. i hate this i hate this yeah. a lot this is stupid and i hate it but i bet it's gonna look really nice and i good bet it's art, gonna be though. really cool to look at good and art speaking though, but man no i hate this yeah
0: it's a great secret layer for me having new wallpapers on my computer. <laughs> yes. Right.
3: Speaking of people feeling ways about things. Um, here's Let's the big go. Reveal. The big reveal for the other secret layer is um, they are, they're ripping, they're ripping off the bandaid. They're ripping the duct tape right off the hostages mouth. Nice and early. Um, it's Fortnite. Fortnite. Secret layer. It's Fortnite, um, baby! It's Fortnite secret layer. They at least had the gosh darn decency to specify. These are all reprints. These are all reprints. It's purely cosmetic. But you can typical
0: Fortnite, all uh, about
3: the skins. We get it. All about the skins. It's it's not pay to win, but it's pay to skin. Mm. Do we want to say
0: anything else about it? anyone i wish this was like a walking dead style secret layer like i mean because yeah they pulled the band-aid off the joke has been oh they're gonna we're gonna see a Fortnite (laughs) magic card and they're like yeah you will immediately immediately you're gonna see Fortnite. go ahead and Mm -hmm. rip that band-aid off by comparison it can only get better um for (laughs) from here i'm kind of bummed that they're not original cards because that means there's no tomato town land and i wanted to see what that was going to do. I was never well, going to buy flavor it. Them. That's true. They, yeah, they flavor a mountain. They can do Godzilla
3: style. Yeah, exactly. It'll have, it'll have the little bracket underneath mountain <laughs> under tomato town.
1: I like it. Yeah. So
0: that is that. Yeah, likes it.
1: <laughs> uh, look, I'm okay. Like I, I, and I'm, maybe I'm spitballing here. Neither of you have played it.
0: No nope. Fortnite. Correct. I definitely have not. Correct. Yeah,
1: I have. It's fun. Just <laughs> it's just like, yeah. my gosh, it's, it's yeah. a fun game. No, like eighty million people play it every yeah. day. Like, like people like it. It's, it's like it does something. Yeah, I'm not what I'm hoping for. And mm. this would be the rub. This would be where things got good. Is that they use mm. this as an opportunity where, like, the Fortnite thing is like, oh, this is to but it's yeah. the Fortnite Teferi who is Travis Scott. What? <laughs> Travis Scott, and so they don't even do the Fortnite characters. They just do people who have guest starred in Fortnite in their Fortnite style as Magic
0: Cards. That <laughs> would gonna, be next level. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna go my ahead. Thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tap two and two white for Post Malone allied to Zendikar. And someone Malone hasn't been in Fortnite yet, has he not? No, Ariana Grande Fortnite.
1: just got added though.
0: There we go. Mm, there we go. Mm. So
1: you can I'm, have um, you can have Ghoul Collar Giza, but it's Ariana Grande.
0: I can have uh, I can have Ariana Grande torture defiance. Uh, oh
1: yeah that'd be good, that'd be good.
0: That, I, I guess like that, that that's my biggest thing because yeah like it it's uh i i the things that i don't like about fortnite are all epic games in their business model the game seems perfectly fine um yeah, but like, but wizards like sucks right. <laughs> like, yeah yeah like are. it's yeah i don't like wizards or nabisco whatever company that makes uh wizards be a company um but like I, I would want uh, I the thing that I would most hope for is I would want like this secret layer to have some truly bomb powerful cards in it with just Fortnite over them that would genuinely make me the happiest because then you would see them a lot. And that is very funny. To
1: well, me. this and this is another reason why this is so genius. Because like mm-hmm. the main demographic, I think it was Saffron Olive actually found a person who did the math. The main demographic, everyone's like, you know, a lot of people who are mad about it, they're like, Fortnite is a kidding. 67% of the people who play Fortnite are between the ages of 18 and 24. There are mm-hmm. 80 million <laughs> users all the time. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. this is a super good get. And so, like, any of those people are going to see it and be like, oh, that's cool. But then you get the old people who want to just be a a troll jerk who are going to buy it because they know it will make other people upset to see. So it's genius for the people who genuinely like it and for the people who know people who hate it and Mm -hmm. they're going to buy it because they're going to make their friends angry. It's it's the perfect secret layer drop. Like like if I got it and Josh would be like, oh, Fortnite, that's perfect. Like there's a thousand players that are going to
0: do the same thing. And by a thousand, yeah. I mean, <laughs> eighty million. The <laughs> the, the biggest the, the best joke that I actually saw I think was uh, was Vince, also known as Pleasant Kenobi on the internet, saying that a Fortnite a Fortnite themed Armageddon would be so great Oh as just <laughs> as the <Yeah>. absolute maximum <laughs> salt possible. Oh my Uh, goodness. Like there's a lot of potential here and I don't know how much in on the joke the card selection is going to be, but I think it's, if these cards are one, they are all just like crazy good cards that are selected from magic and then given a Fortnite treatment or they are specifically selected to cause as much grief as possible. Either one of those like takes on it. I would genuinely welcome, and like it, it would be something that I would revel in. That would be I very gotta, funny to me.
1: I'm going to get a prediction right now. This is my All prediction. Right? Uh-huh. Reprint of Sulfuric Vortex as The Zone.
0: Mm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: I think that's a good one. I think that's a pretty good prediction.
0: That's because, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I, I'm, gonna go, think, I'm um, calling that one right now, because I think that that card, makes, that card makes a lot of people upset. It's also very flavorful. If you did it Mm -hmm. that way, I think that that'd be a,
0: I think we're going to get the molten pinnacle as tomato town.
1: I hope we get a tomato town, but, uh, but I'm not, I'm not holding out hope anymore for anything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think we're going to get instead of Phyrexian tower, it'll be, what is it? Twisty towers.
1: Uh, Yes. Although I think that it's been a little bit since I played, but it did meld with another T starting place.
0: And so tomato towers,
1: I wish it was Tomato Towers, but it wasn't Tomato Towers. It's been a bit, I don't remember the lore. I think they just finished up the Batman storyline. They got its own set of actual comic books. So it was canonized in the Batman universe that he went to Fortnite, Um, (laughs) which is perfect. Um, um... uh, But no, I think the current thing might still be Aliens. I know Oriana Grande is there now, though.
3: So that's important. Let's
1: move on to the actual sets. (laughs)
3: <laughs> the actual sets, yes. Moving on to yeah. the uh, Fortnite secret layer. We're moving on to the actual upcoming standard sets in 2022. The first one they announced is one that people have been pretty confident was going to be real, but we didn't know was really real until now. That is Kamigawa Neon Dynasty. Um, they had uh, so Wizards excited. had previously uh, registered uh, a website, I believe, was, was how people caught yep. on with yeah, the, the Neon Dynasty thing. Yeah. Um it does the set takes place two thousand years after the original Kamagawa block, and it is very clearly very much cyberpunky. The one piece of art that we have is for um a planeswalker in the set, and he is a very cyberpunk ninja individual. Um and that's all we really know right now. It's we it you would to reason that it's... Oh yes, yes, yeah, they got a, they got an origami locker. raccoon on their shoulder origami raccoon on the shoulder it's very nice it's very nice it's very nice i'm not surprised but i think it's the one thing very that i nice. will say
0: so this is I, I i kicked to this earlier um there is a bit of a tonal disconnect now not even between magic and other ips but also now in my steampunk or old fantasy world and now there's a laptop mm-hmm. um But the other thing that I do want to point out is I think that in their announcement, they specifically mentioned that it's 2,000 years in the future, as though that Mm -hmm. were a way to explain why the world is so different. Nif-Mizzet is 25,000 years old. Mm-hmm. You didn't need to even give me a time jump to say oh there's there's technology now because it's the future that's not how any other plane works if you want to go mm-hmm. to a cyberpunk sci-fi future then just go there but don't try to act like two thousand in magic terms is a substantial amount of time
1: well niv miss it isn't isn't that old here
0: uh no if no like he it was, if it was that there, there old was a here.
1: He would be. No, there is. He would have there, a laser eye, and he would also have robot wings. I don't know. No, much there more. are. So <laughs>
0: there are years on Ravnica, but there's also like a standardized year between planes. That's like how Nicol Bolas' age is determined. Yeah. And so, like he, he's like that old in like the all the universes year. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying that if he would have been there, even if he's that
1: old, in the two thousand years he would have been on Kamigawa. In that time frame, he would have got robot shit. They just oh, never so, built it in
0: Ravnica. So Kamigawa he just never did
1: it. Kamigawa Kamigawa is more advanced than Ravnica. They let a psychopathic cult just exist the whole time. Like you're an (laughs) idiot. They still do. There's a reason why people can't do any. One of the guilds is just about breaking buildings and trashing things. (laughs) It's like, yeah, of course they didn't advance much at all the time. Miss it has been alive. Half of the guilds (laughs) break everything in the town.
0: The alternative is also that Kamigawa years work like dog years. And so they're seven times as long which means that he would be 14,000 if he was there this whole time. Mm. (laughs) Well, we'll Mm -hmm. take that one then. (laughs) We'll take that. I'm excited for it. I I, I like it.
1: Well, here's what I think they did that's really smart, right? Because a bunch of idiots, me included, but a bunch of dumb people like this set that failed miserably, like objectively Mm -hmm. failed. This is a bad set. When Wizards looks back on it, they can just look at the numbers and say, this set sold poorly and was poorly received. And then there's dumb idiots that are just like, I love Kamagawa. We should go back. And Wizards said multiple times, we're never going to go back to Kamagawa. But then Wizards said, well, you know what? If we're ever going to go back there, let's do something else that completely goes against like everything we've done so far. <laughs> we're going to try a cyberpunk setting, but let's not make a new plane that people would never want to go back to. Let's bring <laughs> back an old one that sucked. And so that way, if it fails... Well, guess what? Kamigawa sucks still, y'all. Whoopsie dupes. Or, they redeem it. Like, there's yeah. no way to lose in this situation. It's either Kamigawa becomes cool, or Kamigawa is still bad. It, like, you don't really lose anything there, and, and like, people who like cyberpunk stuff, who don't care about the fact it's Kamigawa, they're gonna buy it, because there's gonna be some cool stuff, some lasers, I'm sure. I bet the Commander Precons are gonna be real flashy. They'll have yeah. a super duper foil. They'll have actual hollow foil where the where the art pops out and talks oh, to you yeah. out of
0: the cart. I yeah. played a lot of Overwatch and that's a game where the guy who has a fully cybernetic arm still uses a bow and arrow. So like the total disconnect is not really there for me. It's not game breaking for me. in the way that I portrayed it as I do, I do want to see like the biggest thing that I would like to see here, because we typically get a character we already know traveling the plane. It's very rare that we have a set where we have 100% new characters in it. I do Mm want to see what Garrick's brain does when he just planes (laughs) walks to Kamigawa and there's Mm -hmm. just a laptop anywhere. Like it's, Because ultimately, narratively, they could just ignore it and have it not be a big deal. But it's narratively, if all that like 99% of your planeswalkers have ever known is like a cauldron over a fire or chopping down trees by hand or like oxen pulling carts and one of the planes out here is just like super high tech that's like a thing Mm -hmm. they need to deal with, like whenever they get there. And so that part is just kind of interesting to me. Like it's like characters are smart enough to get it, but it's such a, I don't know. It it to me seems like a larger jump than just like, Oh, you all still have magic here, but you're Vikings for some reason. My brain can wrap its head around that. I I was born here.
1: You know, I I try to think about it realistically. Like if somebody showed up and then they're just like, what is all this? And I had been living in Kamigawa and it's been futuristic for my whole life. I'd be like, I don't know. It's just like downtown Shibuya. Like, what the? Like, yeah, what are you talking, are you talking about? about? You crazy, dumb dressed idiot. It's like, they don't got to explain shit to that person. Like, Yo, let, let that character figure <laughs> that out in flavor taste. Like, everybody keeps ignoring me because it's the future, and people are, like, rude. <laughs> <Right>? mean. <laughs> like, like, people keep walking by me on the street, and nobody stops to ask me for quests? <laughs> like, what is this? It's like, I got to gotta, I keep, I gotta I, catch my transit. I
0: gotta all these somewhere. Kamigawa legends always on their cell phones, man. I tell you. I, oh, I've, yeah. come I like I've come up with a guess. I've come up with the guess just now. Because
3: I was going to say, the only other thing that we show up? that. Yeah, yeah. The, the only other thing that they gave us about the set is that the Emperor of Kamigawa is a recurring character. They didn't specify it was a recurring character from Kamigawa, but it would stand to reason. And my guess is that it's going to be Emperor Kikijiki who every time he's near death <laughs> pops out Wait a minute, he only does non-legendary creatures. Am I right? Wait. Mm-hmm. He does. Yeah. Oh, um he um, every time he's near death, stops being legendary, and makes a token of himself.
0: <laughs> how do you? How good um, do you feel right now? Do you feel great? Do you feel good. I am
3: um, a recurring I,
2: character. That
1: could be Sakashima, maybe.
0: It's the wonder. Oh, that could be this is what Sakashima. The
3: That'd be neat. That's better than
0: my thing. I think Sakashima would be
1: a good leader because whichever clan goes over there, he's just like, no, guys, we're still in charge. And he just pretends to be (laughs) the leader of that clan. He just does that. But then eventually all the clans show up at once and then he's doing that thing like... uh, that guy, Leela, almost marries in Futurama where he keeps turning into the different aliens because he sets up a wedding <laughs> on the same day with all of them. So he yes. accidentally sets up a meeting with all of the different clans that he's in charge of. And he keeps shifting, mm. like, his arm is one of the clans, guys. And then his other mm-hmm. arm is like, he's like, oh, well, this is, I know what this looks like. It's something, that would be dumb. But <laughs> really dumb. it's pretty dumb. It's really dumb. Okay, I anyway. think we're all decently excited yeah. for that. At least a yeah, little yes. bit. interested if nothing else
3: it looks like exactly what we expected it would be based on knowing the name alone and that's just fine we'll see how it goes um but anyway the next one which is a big announcement that nobody knew anything about not even wizards of the coast is the set streets of new capena 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 uh this set i think it's capena but i'm not sure but yeah yeah this set is it is um like diesel punk art deco film noir Mm -hmm. city stuff with the main mechanics of the set being there are five three color crime families controlling the city and vying for power i would assume based on the fact that we had um icoria was wedges yes Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so this would probably be the shards the shard colors that the ally three color combos which we haven't seen in a long mm-hmm. time so this this looks neat we have art of this kingpin looking demon dude and that's about all we got i um i really i like the demon dude josh
0: that is obnixiless <laughs> they didn't say it was though that clearly is though. that yeah. is fully obnixiless <laughs> Hundred billion percent. That is fully Obnixilis. Spoilers, though, Drew. God. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's Obnixilis. It Sorry, it's I,
3: uh, Yeah,
1: I've lost the. I lost the thing. I need to. Um, I need to refine the thing. I want to look.
0: Yeah, it's full okay. stop Obnixilis. But yeah, no, it's uh three color sets are rad. I love all of them that have ever happened. Um, Ob Nixilus getting to do crime boss stuff is fine by me. He's the, uh-huh. he's the kind he of villain Grixis. I like
1: his coloration yeah, Kind of looks he, like he's Grixis. He,
0: he looks, looks very Grixis. Grixis. And yeah. it's like, it's not Ob Nixilus is a villain that I like because he's fueled by evil and hatred explicitly he says that mm-hmm. he likes causing pain he's not a complex villain i love just a big cartoon villain in a pinstripe suit that's got pieces of armor <laughs> on it this is like a video game i would want to play uh than anything else but, you know this set seems very cool based on what very little i know about it and just obnixless yeah. being a main villain like Obnixilus tried to get around gideon's indestructibility by just drowning him in like two inches of water like he's a villain <laughs> that i think is very interesting and very compelling um and it mm-hmm. hopefully will be cool. It looks really neat to me.
1: This is the set I'm most excited for, of course, because I I love three color sets. I did not know that. I I still mm-hmm. I still would consider myself fair, fairly new to just drafting regular magic sets. I have not been mm-hmm. doing it that long. But drafting Ikoria was the most fun I've probably ever had drafting a set because three color sets are just really cool to draft. Yep. Uh, I don't think mutate's coming back, but I'm holding that hope. <laughs> Um, uh, but seems it's, just, it's just so fun. I, I don't like, if we get triome equivalents, I doubt they're going to be called triomes. Cause I don't know how that makes sense in a, in a big old city. Maybe it'll just be a yeah. tri city, right. tri state area. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but either way, but also the fact that it's what five crime families,
2: mm-hmm. it's Yeah,
1: five. Mm-hmm. That means that every single one of the people that you have to kind of root for they're all bad
0: yeah they're all villains yeah. like well, everyone
1: yeah. everybody that you pull like the main characters really ought to be like this sounds like a <laughs> terrible place like yeah
2: like that there's
1: a plane where the gimmick is just crime families
2: yeah <laughs> 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 Oh, I That's
1: love them. It. No, yeah. it's amazing. It's so good. is wearing brown. <laughs> Obnixilis <laughs> is the planeswalker I own the most of. It was on accident, but I yep. accidentally bought like 15 mm-hmm. Obnixilis Reignited. Who knows how many I'll get this time. But uh, three color. Also, I've been watching a lot of Fargo. And like the newest season I'm watching of Fargo mm-hmm. is just about crime families. And it's so good. And it's just going to be crime. And I hope someone has a Tommy gun. And I and I hope <laughs> I hope there's just actual guns. I want actual guns. I want a demon who could use magic to choose to use a gun. That's what I want because it's meaner to use a gun.
2: Like yeah. I hope mm-hmm.
1: Bob Nixon's, like you're not worth my magic. A pistol, Gabow. Bow, bow, and you get bow, him, bow. and you just bow. get him. Oh man, I'm so well, pumped for this one. You know, the last time I think. I think sorry, uh, I'm really excited, but okay. the last time we got something similar to this. Where it was like sort of like a, like a like a, I guess an espionage kind of crime royalty sort of thing was the conspiracy plane, whatever plane mm-hmm, that was, yeah. and that was cool as hell too.
0: Fiora. Yeah, Fiora was, uh, is also just essentially
1: just like here's a crime place,
0: huh? <laughs> I said fair nothing. Verona.
1: <laughs> fair Verona, I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just so pumped, and I'm hoping I'm hoping that we'll get um uh uh, uh, uh oh who was the Who's the, the planeswalker, the goblin planeswalker that is on um the conspiracy Duretti.
3: plane? Oh Duretti, yeah. Duretti.
1: Yeah, Duretti. Duretti should come back. He was already a mob boss who could planeswalk. <laughs> just
0: yeah. let him come here and do it again. Crinko has gotten to planeswalker's park and Crinko's also here because Crinko is also. let mob a boss. boss. Let's just have every <laughs> yeah. mob boss that's been a
1: magic card just show up here. And then yeah. and then the main like storyline is that they all come together and kill everyone every innocent person in town. <laughs> like it's not to fight some bigger stronger bad guy it's just that like hey listen there's people out here not
0: doing crimes
1: we gotta stop them just It's a reprint of it day is... of
0: judgment and it's just a bunch of demons and shit all over the car
1: that said if they don't bring back investigate because in order for there to be crime it must be oh. illegal so there should oh. be like a detective there should be some kind of investigation oh god
3: i hope so, um, so yeah absolutely
1: but either, just... but either way I'm pumped as hell for Streets of New Capena. Yeah, Kapana.
3: I, th- I think it's very smart. I think it's very smart because these these two sets, the Kamagawa and uh, New Kapana, um, they're very different settings than we're used to. And I think the Diesel Punk Capena will ease people into the Cyberpunk Kamagawa. They just are released in the wrong order, so
0: that's smart. <laughs> <laughs> um. Agree. Anyway, also, this yes. plane uh, has a lot of importance to Elspeth. We'll see what she's up to. Oh right, they did
3: say that, and I don't know what that means. We'll see. Yeah.
0: Um, oh,
1: Ashiok just has a big house and is living happily.
0: <laughs> Elspeth's actually a villain this whole time. Yeah. Good
3: <laughs> could for could me. <laughs> could
0: <it hold> me? <laughs>
3: anyway, moving on. The next set. <laughs> I'd be smart. And and. This yeah. one should be the one there's the least to say about because we very much don't know much about this one, but it'll be Dominaria United going back to the big old granddaddy plane of Dominaria, um, which focuses on mm. legendary creatures and references to Magic's past. And I I don't think they said anything else about it, but it is. Nope. So there you go. I'm, I'm excited if you like, about uh, it
1: because... Yeah. Um, the first time we, well, not the first time, or was it the first time? I don't know. I'm not a thousand years old. I'm a kid. Y'all. Mm. I play Fortnite. <laughs> um, but whenever we went to Dominaria last, that was our first introduction, I think, to like the dedicated, uncommon, legendary creatures. And Mm -hmm. they were really cool on Dominaria. And then I think that the designs got less and less cool kind of for a little bit and then got cool again later. And then sometimes, you know, Mm -hmm. they flip flop, Mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm hoping that we'll get like, um, I'm hoping we'll get a couple more, like, like cool boys, like just some cool boys. Give me another Grun, Yeah. Like literally give me Grun again.
0: (laughs) Reprinted same art, old set symbol. And then just a new
1: one Mm
0: -hmm. too. Yeah. Oh, give me Grun, And then give me Grun twin. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, yeah. There's not really anything here, um, to go by to go off of as far as like what's going to be happening on the yeah. plane. My big, the biggest thing for me is Dominaria United, um, against what? Uh, the only interesting mm-hmm. idea that comes to my brain is Eldrazi. The follow-up though that I think was more likely and also would be pretty cool is the Phyrexians. We actually see them yeah. come back and they're attacking Dominaria again. Um, that mm-hmm. is that was a mm-hmm. major plot line of a lot of old old sets. And yep. Phyrexian's, like, Praetor's coming back and hitting, like, hitting, you know, the heart plane, like, the, the place where everything got started of Dominaria, is really mm-hmm. cool. Um, That's a cool place for them to go. Dominaria's got a lot of stories, so there's stakes, like... When we, when we first go to Zendikar, or, like, one of the first times we see Zendikar, and it's immediately being hit by these monsters, we don't know what the place is without the monsters there, so it's not as big of a hit, but we right. for sure know what Dominaria is like without things trying to destroy it, and so there are stakes there that I think can be really cool. So, like, my yeah. official prediction of the episode would be that we either see... The the prime one I would do is actually see Phyrexians, we see the Praetors mm-hmm. hit Dominaria. Mm-hmm. That'd be really cool. Yeah,
1: because we, so yeah. we already got Foreign so they gotta be back in. So where they're we, doing some right.
0: stuff. The, the Eldrazi would also be cool. The hypest possible would be a Phyrexian Eldrazi.
1: And they fight each right. other and all of the humans and other characters die. I essentially want this to be <laughs> the same <laughs> the thing as what Evil. I want for Capena. Where yeah, it's just uh-huh. the the Eldrazi and the Phyrexian's are like, you know what? We should just team up. I don't know how the Eldrazi are saying this because, you know, they kind of
3: English, they're saying it like guess, saying Yeah, it blah, blah, yeah blah, blah, why not? Nah, they can do
1: that. They're just like, hey, listen, Frexians. Look, I came out of the moon. I'm tired. Why don't we just why don't we just scrap these guys out and we'll hang out. You can make people discard their hand at the end of turn and I'll, all I'll have annihilator. And then we'll have Frexian Eldrazi meld cards. Mm. Bring meld back. Frexian mm. Eldrazi's and then mm. just, and then the human creature type just gets wiped out of magic. And that's like far back too. like, it gets revoked from other sets. That's
3: retroactive. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And
1: everything's a zombie
0: now. And everything's a zombie.
3: <laughs> oh yeah. Probably not though. Um, <laughs> but, mm. but speaking mm. of Dominaria and also Frexian's, the other set that they announced that I'm pretty pumped for because I like some of the old story stuff is The Brothers' War, which is, this is a looking yes. back at past stuff set going back to the time of Urza and Mishra doing doing big battle mm-hmm. on Dominaria. Uh, and Mishra, I, I don't know all the details, but I'm pretty confident that Mishra ended up uh, kind of allied with working with doing stuff with Phyrexian stuff. So I think mm-hmm. I think it will be an opportunity so, for Wizards to reintroduce, reacquaint people with this is this is where Phyrexia came from. This is the backwind Phyrexia stuff.
0: This one's very interesting to me because I think um, I think what literally has happened, they had said for, Wizards has said for a long time, like we have a lot of interest in these older characters who never got cards, but the mm-hmm. the, the standard sets take place in present day. There's just not a time for them. But I think what mm-hmm. they've seen mm-hmm. with commander product and like modern sets printing new like new cards for these old characters I think that they've mm-hmm. seen there's just such a big, there's big a market for, for that. It, yeah. yeah, There's such a yeah. huge demand for it that they said, you know what? We actually just can do a historic set and it's not a big deal and no one's mm-hmm. going to care. And they're right. They're very correct about that because I'm really pumped to see that. The Brothers War is just two of uh, the multiverse's biggest egotistical assholes in Mishra and Urza ruining uh-huh. an entire planet for dumb reasons and so it's a great place to do some magic cards um Mm -hmm. yeah like Mm -hmm. it's and it's also really cool because it lays the groundwork for doing other like going back and fleshing out other stories if that's just a thing that they have the creative energy to do because i don't Mm -hmm. like with this i also think like there's not a reason that they can't they can just kind of go wherever they want to for whatever Mm -hmm. reason they Mm -hmm. want to to put a set Mm -hmm. yeah
2: this this
1: is the one that i have the least interest in because sure. i don't i don't yeah. know the story of them two and if it's already happened i don't really care to learn it again just mm-hmm. because i am mm-hmm. i don't even know what's happening now and if you're going to tell <laughs> me what's happening now when i'm currently looking at it then it's just like that's on me guys you didn't it's like i'm a lost cause you don't need to do this for me and mm. i'm not gonna do it mm. for you <laughs> so like, <laughs> unless there's some really good mill in there um then i'm all about it but i don't know how like mishra's bobble doesn't mill i'm hoping that we'll get who's his brother who's mishra's brother mishra
0: mishra's a gracious artifact boy now who's his brother urza urza
1: urza does urza's bobble mill
0: Uh, urza's bobble i don't think so does not
3: now
1: is there an urza's bobble
3: no. I think there is.
1: I think there is. Oh, we're gonna get glasses of Mishra. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you
0: what, if they do glass I'm wrong.
1: And if they do glasses and There's, sunglasses yeah. of Mishra,
0: I'm all in. I'm wrong. There isn't Urza's bobble. For zero uh-huh. mana, tap sack Urza's bobble, choose a card at random from a player's hand and look at it, draw a card at the beginning of your next turn.
1: That's pretty solid. Yep.
0: No, I want, a, a I want, cantrip. I want
1: Mistress sunglasses, and I want there to be an art where they're fighting and they're both wearing sunglasses and like just <laughs> standing cross armed on a mech. <laughs> that's oh, just yeah. how they're fighting with their sunglasses on, because right. canonically, sunglasses exist. Urza has them. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why people can't look dope as fuck. That's There's the first no time rules. I've ever said the F word that on this podcast. And Worth for that, it. I'm uh-huh. very sorry. I didn't think it would be for this.
3: Right. Well, it's it's for sure going to be. What's the last announcement, Josh? Well, I was just going to it's for sure going to be uh, an artifact heavy set, considering the whole dealio is they were both artificers making artifices, making big robot <laughs> bubbies. Um, my, my prediction, but it keeps being my prediction, is they're clearly. <laughs> We're going to go back to Mirrodin at some point, and having this set, which is going to be big artifact robot duders, and having it in the same standard as inevitably going back to Mirrodin, which is the artifact plane, it would make sense. uh, But they'll never do it, even though they're going to. (laughs) So we'll see. Um, That's that pretty neat. Um, (laughs) One... (laughs) One final announcement on the whole dealio getting out of the paper and the cards and the game at all. Um, they did the big Netflix Dun Dun sound and they talked about the Netflix animated series, which is going to happen. Uh, Brandon Routh is going to be voicing Gideon and they gave a little bit of sparse details about essentially the main plot's going to be Gideon and Jace like road tripping it across the multiverse doing some stuff. Uh and that's what we know right now. So who, who is
1: Brandon Routh?
0: Uh old Superman. Well Christopher Reeves. <laughs> Brandon Routh is Christopher Reeves. Um,
3: yes. I don't I don't yeah. think you have any reason to know who he is. He was in Scott Pilgrim he was the the vegan bassist in Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Okay does that does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I think he seems like a dear sweet fella, and I'm happy about him being. Um, and we'll see if the show's yeah. any good. I don't know. We'll see.
1: Now, I, for some reason, I, thought, <laughs> I, I genuinely didn't know it was an animated show. I thought it was going to be live action.
3: That's what I thought, too, but I'm no, yeah, it's, the, a, it's animated. animated. Yeah. 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 This is going um, to okay, I... be the last airbender. It's going to be the last airbender. It's going to be profound. It's going to be generation-defining in the animated realm. Uh, critically acclaimed. Calling it now. Brandon Routh. Christopher Reeve. Magic <laughs> the Gathering.
0: A million dollars. <laughs> A million dollars. <laughs> so, uh, I guess in the roundup here, uh, what are people's, like, I don't know, like, favorite... Or, or I guess, what's the my general vibe on the whole announcement thing? Is that just too much? Too much stuff? Uh, I... Yeah, uh, I think so. I do it, think it's too much, yeah. and
1: this time... I think this time it's because I'm actually super pumped. Because, like, when they, you know, when when we were going into this year, it's like, it's Strixhaven, and then it was, what was after Strixhaven? or It was like Kaldheim, Strixhaven, and then two Innistrad sets. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't have any strong feelings about any of those, but I'm so mm-hmm. pumped about mm-hmm. Neon Dynasty, and I'm so jazzed mm-hmm. about Gabin that like, I don't want there to be any other products. And I mean that about the two sets that come out after those, are already done. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited for those that I don't want anything to detract or potentially take away from how cool I'm expecting those sets to be. Like if Capanna gets brushed under the rug, because like, I don't know, that's when the Warhammer commander precons come out and that's when they decide <laughs> yeah. to like do a bunch of the Lord of the Rings preview season, like on release of Capanna <laughs> and everybody's just like, Ooh, Lord of the Rings, that huge IP that's bigger than magic. Everyone is everywhere looking at it. That would make me really sad. And so I Mm this will be the first time that I've ever been like, I wish there was less. Because normally it's just like if there's a bunch of stuff I don't care about, I don't care about that. But there's two things I care about an awful lot, and all those other things are gonna take away from from those two unborn children that I've already named and have I've got their pictures, (laughs) I've got like their ultrasound pictures hanging up on my wall, (laughs) and I'm so excited to meet them. But I also know that, you know, sure enough, all my friends are also having babies around then, so people aren't gonna care. You aren't going to care about hmm. when my babies are born. There's other babies coming hmm. out right after that, and it's a pandemic. No one can see them. You know, it's just that's what happens. That's how it goes. What about you? Yeah, George? I
3: think uh, I I agree that it seems like a bit too much. I think if if they had just been announcing these new standard sets, and that was like what this announcement was, it would feel like a real solid bunch of goop. I'm excited for. Almost all of it except for Dominaria United, because there's currently nothing like to know to be excited about. But like Neon Dynasty, campaign yeah. and uh the Brothers War, I think are gonna be pretty dang neato. Um, but it it being that announcement being paired with more stuff about the universes beyond and Infinity and Double Masters and Jumpstart and all the supplemental products, uh is this, this was this was way too much this was too much but but I, I I think it's gonna it's gonna be I'm gonna feel like you know uh probably Unfinity will come out and I'll think neat and I will just have to completely ignore it because there will be like the more substantial things that I'm gonna actually do stuff with that I'll be focused on yeah I don't I don't want to I don't want there to be magic products at all that I just completely ignore but there are going to have to be I I can't not. I hope that Commander Legends doesn't kind of fall by the wayside in that, like it being a D&D set, it means a little less to me, but I love Commander Legends specifically so much. Um, But yeah, I'm going I'm going to be interested to see how much of this content they've revealed will be meaningful to me as it happens. I hope it's a lot. It's not going to be all of it. Real quick, you
1: each have to cut two things to lighten the load. What are the two things you cut? They can't be secret layers because Damn those it. don't actually get in the <laughs> anything. Mm. They only last a week. The spoilers are only four <laughs> cards. It's not a long, drawn-out thing. You got to cut two things
3: from this. Double what Masters the two 2022. To load? Double Masters
0: 2022. Yeah. Double Masters and the Lord of the Rings set.
1: Really? That's interesting. No, I like, I like, I
0: like the Lord yeah. of the Rings set. I wouldn't cut it. I would honestly, I'll be real. I would honestly cut, Um, I would cut Double Masters and I would cut Jumpstart 2022, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't really
3: care well,
1: that's, about that. That's kind of where either. I was leaning yeah. to. A, a part of mm-hmm. me was kind of leaning to Unfinity, but no, Jumpstart 2022 and Double Masters. 2022. Yeah, so like, we did get it, it for
0: you, easy. Wizards. Get easy here. Get him out of here. Get them out of here. Yeah like it's it's like you both said like there is just it's too much for for one thing and i mean i think the i've been seeing this take on uh, on twitter a lot um or especially around these announcements it's kind of kicked up again but it's just it's the era of being interested in everything they release just kind of is over both mm-hmm. for your actual attention span and then also just financially like it's it's literally impossible for me to be as invested in every set as I used to be due to the amount of money that I have and how much of it needs to go to until they start making these cards edible. Like I'm not going to be able to Mm -hmm. buy as many as I used to do. Um, But it's also like, it's these, these announcements were uh, like overall, there was at least something in here for every player, but Mm -hmm. to do that, they had to announce so much stuff that I do not think it was worth it. One, like having watched a bit of the actual presentation, I don't think their production value on these announcements is nearly at the level it needs to be to hold an audience's attention for this much information. Um, and I think it's they kind of in in shatter like in like buckshot way trying to appeal a little bit to everybody. They don't give anyone much detail on anything. Like the Dominaria and Brothers War getting announced is neat but with how much information we have, they might as well have told us nothing at all because like it's, we got, we just heard that it's in production basically. But Hmm.
1: I think, I I think that, and maybe this is a defense mechanism in a way of having Hmm. so much stuff because from what I, because neon dynasty is very different than anything that wizards has done in a standard set. Um, Hmm. And then, look. This is this looks like pinstripe pants. It feels very kind of modern-ish, modern day-ish to me. Like yep. the outfits in Capana. These are two very wild kind of ideas.
2: Mm-hmm. And so maybe, mm-hmm.
1: maybe they're anticipating failure on that front, and so they're trying to
2: hedge the have, bet a bit.
1: Hedge the bet. But I feel like, but that also is going to make those read poorly anyway if there's too much stuff and that'll be the reason they fail i don't know but it could be like a tactic of just like in case these ideas are awful we have so many other things Mm -hmm. to kind of bring that back to us a million secret layers for every supplemental thing lord of the rings is going to make them gangbusters out the wazoo yeah so Mm -hmm. so maybe Mm -hmm. all this extra stuff is why they're taking these bigger risks with these sets in a way but i don't know it's It's still a bummer because there's such cool ideas that I wish that they got the whole focus that they could get.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. I don't have the time anymore to speculate on anticipate and then be excited for sets anymore or product releases anymore because it's, I am too busy either currently being in a like spoiler season for a thing Mm -hmm. to be thinking about anything else. And Mm -hmm. then by the time, like, the other one hits immediately. So I don't have time to anticipate and sit. Like I don't have time to anticipate a set. It release, play it, evaluate it, then play it for enough time that my mind starts to wonder for the next set. I don't have time for that anymore because the set it like by the time that I would have been like, huh, I wonder what this upcoming set's going to have in it. Three have already released. And so, like, mm. I just don't have that kind of mental breathing room to dive into sets anymore in the way that I used to.
1: Yeah, if you want a good example of this for anybody who's actually like listened a long way through, is that for the last three episodes, I feel like we were supposed to have talked about what we think the actual uh, what we think the rules committee should actually yep. do. But there keep being spoilers. Yes. And so we haven't been able to record that stuff. episode. Because we keep having mm-hmm. to talk about other stuff. So yep. we And we missed we missed one week of recording. I, I, yeah. It might have been two because there was some stuff. But even then, two weeks, should, there should have been a way for us to be able to be like, oh man, shucks, we missed the one, two weeks that Wizards wasn't talking about. That they weren't <laughs> talking or releasing stuff. And yeah. they literally talked right. about an entire year. Mm-hmm. In, in like i don't know 20 minutes i didn't watch the thing
0: it's an hour long Meh. i watched it at double speed Exactly. i'm so smart <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. uh,
3: well anyway that has yeah, been uh that's a... yeah that has been our our uh, review no no you of got it magic showcase 2021 a lot of stuff to go over let us know in the comments or our dms if you're scared uh what you would murk and dunk in the trash and get out of here completely and what you would hoist up on a pedestal to the stars um, and also let us know what you just are the most neutral about not positive or negative, completely nothing mm. I want to hear that too but in the meantime I truly believe that we have demonstrated the loop I discard my hand, I sacrifice all of my permanence I go to concede Goodbye, everyone.